Welcome to Changemaker Travel, a movement of global citizens who are passionate about experiencing the world and changing the world. I'm Tiana, the founder of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network and an avid traveler. Changemaker Travel is part of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network and any purchases that you make through us goes towards supporting our mission to encourage ethical, sustainable and inclusive travel and supporting the impact work of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network. We've been cleared for landing. Welcome to episode three of season one of the Changemaker Travel podcast. We are talking all things planning your own travel adventures in this season. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through a key things that you want to consider before you start actually planning your itinerary. So I call this the kind of like the pre-planning, which is all of the things that you should consider. Um, And there's kind of like three main things you want to consider before you start planning. The first is uh, the travel dates. So sometimes the travel dates are going to determine where you go or vice versa. Sometimes the destination is going to determine the dates that you travel. So if you have a destination in mind, you may want to pick travel dates that will take you to that country or that place at a particular season or um, maybe whether it's peak tourism season or low season, uh, see what the weather is like. Or you may just want to travel on dates that you know you're available. So you've got some time off work or um, you've got some free time, whatever it might be. But the first thing you want to consider is the travel dates. Um, If you've got your dates in mind or you know when you can travel. um, I mentioned in the previous episode that you can use comparison tools uh, for flights to see the cheapest places to fly to during a particular time period so maybe that's something you want to use to kind of determine where you go so depending on where you are going the weather the temperature it's all going to vary pretty drastically uh, from season to season and you don't want to get caught somewhere in terrible weather or a terrible season Um, but at the same time maybe going at an off-peak season means it's going to be less crowded it means that things are going to be cheaper Um, So do a little bit of digging before you kind of confirm your dates and, you know, look at booking tickets or things like that. The next thing I think to consider is your travel style. Now, your travel style is going to depend on, for one, whether you are traveling with someone else. And this is definitely something that you want to chat to the people that you're traveling about if you are going to be traveling with other people uh traveling i think is a really great way to not only bond and connect better with family or friends um, but it's also a really good way of saving money by splitting the costs of accommodation and meals Uh, but if you are going to be traveling with other people you should really have uh, a discussion with them before you set out to plan your trip You don't want to assume that the people you're traveling with are going to be comfortable spending the same amount of money as you. They might have a much lower budget or they might have much higher expectations in terms of the standards that they want. So it's really good to just avoid any awkwardness or disappointment further down the road by getting these details out of the way so that you can kind of focus on having a really good trip. This is definitely not something I probably (laughs) considered properly before traveling to the UK with my family. 
So I traveled through Europe uh, on my own for a couple of weeks and then my youngest sister met up with me and we were backpacking around together for a few more weeks. And then we'd organized a trip to the UK as like a surprise for my mum's 50th. And we met them over in London. So my mum and my other sister flew over to meet us and it became very apparent pretty much from the beginning of the trip that we had very different travel styles. It wasn't so much the budget, it was just more the style of travel. I was there with my 28 litre backpack and, you know, I had no makeup with me. I had the same clothes that I'd been carrying around on my back for the last uh, month or two. And my sister was the same. She had a backpack that I'd lent her. And then my mum and my other sister rocked up and they had big suitcases, big like roller luggages, which we would soon find uh, were not very good for rolling on the cobblestone (laughs) pavements in Wales. Uh, But we just had very different travel styles. And while my sister and I were, you know, used to staying in hostels, so we were happy with really simple accommodation. My mum and my sister kind of wanted things that were a little bit nicer because, you know, for them, this was a holiday. They both worked full time. For my sister and I, this was, you know, just another travel adventure and we were very comfortable with roughing it. And so that was definitely something that we should have kind of had a discussion about beforehand. So knowing your budget and also knowing your travel style, I think is really important. Your travel style can also kind of depend on whether you are more of a go with the flow, free spirit person or a planner. And I definitely have been both. I think it depends on the trip that I'm taking and possibly the season of my life that I'm in. There have definitely been times where I was very much a go with the flow kind of person. And these are ten, tend to be when I'm on like my bigger long-term trips, when I was backpacking through Europe, uh, even when I was backpacking through South America, uh, when I've kind of gone to places and only booked a one-way flight and I didn't have a return ticket. So it was either fly home when I run out of money or figure out when my budget is getting kind of low and booking a flight and then figuring out how I get there by that particular date. I have also had times when I have very much been a plan everything, research everything because I'm only in this place for X amount of days or X amount of weeks and I want to make sure I get the most out of it. You might be a free spirit traveler or a planner just depending on your personality or like me, depending on the type of trip that you're taking. So that's also something to consider. Again, if you are traveling with other people, I think it's really important to have this discussion with your travel companions because there's nothing worse than having somebody who just wants to go with the flow and then they're with somebody who says, I want to be here and I want to do this, 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 this. It can cause a little bit of tension. Another thing uh, that kind of relates to being a free spirit or a planner is, uh, like I said, whether you want to go slow or really fill your itinerary. And... I think it's really important to note that there's no right or wrong way to travel. I think, you know, as much as we want to be having a positive impact on the places that we are traveling to, there's no one size fits all approach for sustainable or ethical or responsible travel and tourism. And some travelers are going to advocate for things like slow travel that kind of allows you to see more of the world and have more what you might call authentic cultural experiences. But we know that this isn't feasible for everyone. 
some people are not going to have the time to do that they're not going to have the resources they maybe don't have the uh, accessibility that we have that allows us to travel for as long as we want or wherever we want and so they need to spend more money to make sure they can actually access the places that they want to go and make sure that their needs are met so there are all of these other factors that come into it and so I think it's just really important to travel in a way that works for you so if you are traveling with other people you know discussing you know whether you want to kind of city hop from place to place and maybe travel to multiple countries on one trip or whether you just want to kind of go slow and you know spend more time in more smaller towns or cities in one country and make sure you're both on the same page about that I think it's also good to just be really clear you can travel with other people and travel together but not have to do everything together at the same time and so making sure that you know maybe if you have a friend who wants to do more activities than you or the opposite they want to just spend more time relaxing you have a conversation beforehand and you just say look I want to do these things I know that you probably don't want to go on this 12-hour hike so are you okay to just do your own thing or spend time at the hotel while I go off and do this and just making sure that you're on the same page is really important so that's the second thing kind of figuring out um Firstly, your travel dates and your destination and then your travel style and your travel style is going to determine and be determined by your budget. The third thing you need to consider before you start actually planning your itinerary is just making sure you know what the requirements are. Believe it or not, there is more to traveling than just packing your bags and hitting the road or heading to the airport. And if you're not careful, you can end up in a foreign country without the proper documentation, which can lead to all sorts of problems. This is thankfully not something that I have had to personally deal with, but I have heard some horror stories from people on the road. So making sure that your passport is up to date and something else to be aware of is most countries require you to have six months validity on your passport before it expires. I've heard stories and actually it happened to a friend when we were traveling to Fiji. She had five months left before her passport expired and they told her that she needed to have six months left. That's pretty standard all around the world. So making sure that your passport is up to date and it's not going to expire anytime soon. Making sure that you are up to date with any vaccinations. There are certain countries that require vaccinations like yellow fever. Uh, And now with the COVID pandemic, that's a whole other thing. Some countries require vaccinations, some don't. But it's just really important to make sure that you're aware of what the requirements are and that you meet these requirements before you start planning your trip. So if you are Australian... I would recommend using the government's Smart Traveller website. It gives you up-to-date information about not only COVID and vaccine requirements, but also visas and any general travel advice for a country. So it's important that you check to see whether you do need a visa for the country or the countries that you're thinking of traveling to and what kind of visas they offer. A lot of countries these days offer people with Australian citizenship or an Australian passport visas on arrival, or you can apply for e-visas online. But some do require you to go through a more formal process and submit documents if you are uh, particularly going for a non-tourist visa. So if it's a work or a study or a special visa that you need. 
So that would be the final thing to check. Uh, so you can go to the Smart Traveler website, which is linked in our travel planning guide. So those are all of the things to consider before you start planning your trip. And in the next episode, we're going to be going over what you need to do or what you can do to figure out your itinerary.